Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a beautiful day today. Amen. Amen. Uh, we hope that you're having a good day. Welcome to Diamonds in the Rough uh, podcast. Amen. We are here to uh, be a blessing as much as we can to you. Amen. Um, so, what's going on? Not a lot, just... Uh... <laughs> Ready to dive into the word. Amen. We hope that you have um, joined our group page by now. I am a diamond. It is on Facebook. Um, it's a Facebook group. Again, I am a diamond. Um, if you haven't followed uh, our ministry page, it is under Pastor Catherine Brown. Uh, but the at tag is CNM Ministry. C-N-M Ministry. C stands for Catherine. M stands for Michael. C-N-M Ministry. Uh, we are on Facebook and we want to ask you to go to that and follow our page. Amen. Because we also uh, host a show uh, called Learning to Live in Truth. Michael, you want to tell them something about that? You know, Learning to Live in Truth is um, it's dissecting the word scripture our scripture led by the Holy Spirit. Right. Book by book, verse by verse. Um, we do that every day uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Primarily, I uh, host that because Michael is where? At work. On his full-time job. This is what I do full-time. So uh, he's there typically on a Saturday um, and always on Sundays. So you'll find us both there uh, then, again, that is Facebook Live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we want to invite you to that as well. Amen. Um, and then on Tuesdays, it's a slightly different. It's the roundtable, which is still on the same primary basis as mm-hmm. Living to Living Truth. But it's at 7 p.m. Central. Eastern. Eastern time. <laughs> where, where four of us get together, it was five until I had to go to work, but we all sit at the table and discuss the word. Right. We talk, we take in, not only do we just discuss the word, but we take uh, topics and issues that are going on in our world today, and we try to be able to give a biblical perspective. It's myself and three to four others. Um, that are involved with our ministry, ELCM Hope Community Center. Amen. So we just wanted to make you aware of what else we got going on. Amen. You can support our show. Um, just make sure you hit the link down in the bio. Amen. Um, if you financially would like to support us. Amen. So uh, now that we got all of that out of the way, Amen. We want to quickly, just quickly, offer a word of prayer because typically we do that before the show started. But today, what God would have us to do it with you. Amen. So, Michael's going to pray. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. As we get into your word, there will be on one accord with your word. We pray in the name of Jesus that we will receive the understanding of what you are trying to tell us in this day. We pray in the name of Jesus that the one that don't know you will come running to you and ask you what must they do to be saved to get a closer relationship and closer walk with you. These things we all ask in Jesus Christ's name we do pray. We say thank you. Amen. Amen. And amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. Amen. So uh, we are picking up in Ecclesiastes um, verses chapter three, verse eight. Amen. And it says a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Now, we hope that you've been following along um, because we started off at verse one. And we were basically, we started off the whole podcast in itself talking about the cycle of life and how uh, the things that are going on in this world, things that are going on in your personal life have everything to do with the word of God. Amen. And so now we are almost finished uh, talking about the cycle of life. Amen. And here we hit the point talking about love, hate, war, and peace. Michael, what are your thoughts? Well, my first, you know, thought about the two points is a time to love and a time to hate. You know, God tells us to love our brothers and sisters as we love ourselves. Mm -hmm. And he don't want us to hate. But this is a caveat, I believe. He says it's time to love and a time to hate. You have to love the person, but hate the things they do. That's wrong. Mm. Especially when they don't line up with, with the way God as intended on things, we got to love the person no matter what they do in life, whether it be good or bad, but hate the things they do that's bad. Well, see, that's that's pretty good. That's really good, actually, honey, because, you know, I, I, after all of these years looking at looking at this text, um, I hadn't thought about it could, you know, God could be speaking, saying that it's a time to love people. The time to hate the things that they, you know, there's going to be a time where you're kind of connected with people and the assignment is to love, but hate the things that they might be doing. But how do you respond to the hate part of it? Because that's a powerful, it's a powerful perspective. I I would say, and it's easier said than done because, you know, I've found myself in these predicaments where I want to love somebody as you know, a friend, as a friend and a brother and sister in Christ, but some of the things they do is it it makes you want to you know turn your nose up at them. Mm-hmm. But we got to realize, hey, they did this, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to hate that. Okay, but we have to remember that our dirt that we've done in our past might not be what they did, but it's hateful in God's eyes. Very good. That's good. That's good. That that's helping somebody. Yeah. You know? That that really is it's helping somebody because a lot of people don't realize that oftentimes how you think personally about things, your response uh follows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And here what you've done here, honey, is actually challenging us to respond differently than what our flesh flesh says to. Because that, I mean, that it really does challenge. Um, it challenges our response. Because if we're loving people and hating the thing, like he, like you already said, honey, we tend to turn our nose up at people because we hate their behavior. Mm-hmm. But the challenge is is to overlook the behavior and still love the individual, mm-hmm. just because. This is my brother. This is my sister in Christ. I like it. <laughs> you know, and, and this puts me in in a mind of a movie that I've once watched. And it's called Remember the Titans. 
okay, they they got this this class of, of things they supposed to be sticking together, whether they you know of all different races, mm-hmm. but you know it got to the point when they was running through the woods and they had to learn something about each other, and it was it was nice how they had a black guy and a white guy, and they was the the stars of the team, but. You know, they was going back and forth. And one thing the black guy said, he said, um, leadership, attitude reflects leadership. Right. Are you, is your attitude towards somebody else reflecting towards your leadership? Mm-hmm. Come on. Because God has given us all the role of leadership by leading our brothers and sisters to Christ. Or even closer to Christ. So is your attitude that you're doing leading somebody to Christ and closer to Christ or pushing them away? Mm. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's a question. Is it is it leading them or pushing them away? You know what I mean? And it's so, look, you, you know what I think is interesting, honey, is, and to all of the listeners, is that it's much easier to push than it is to pull yeah. or draw. It's much easier. You know what I mean? It's something heavy. It's just like something heavy. Like, say you're trying to get a dresser across the room mm-hmm. and you push it. Much easier. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to pull it, you got to put some effort behind it. You got to put the muscles to work to get it where you want it to go if you got to pull it. You know what I mean? In order to be able to really gra- uh, grab a hold to the hearts of men and women that are part of your life, it takes effort. It takes time. It takes intentionality. And I, I Jesus, think, come on, somebody. I think it's easier to push mm. something than pull because when you push stuff, you can go over top. Yeah, yeah. You can go over top of that stuff and it is blocking it. But when you pull it, you got to lift it over top of the hurdles that you got to go through in life. That too. Because now if you don't care for it, it will get hung up. Yeah. yeah. It's easy to push. It's real easy to push people away, and that, that that to me that's a problem in in, in society because people are they're more inclined to push people away than to have people around them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's safe it's safer that way. Because if we look at the definition, a couple of definitions of 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 love, one of the main and the primary definition of love is unconditional. It's an effect an affection of the mind. Excited by beauty and worth of any kind, or by the qualities of an object with which communicate pleasure, uh, sensual or intellectual. Uh, it is opposite. It is opposed to hatred. Love between the sexes is a compound compound affection consisting of esteem, benevolence. And an animal desire. Love is excited by pleasing qualities of any kind. As by, we're talking about uh, how love is. It says it is it is excited, but let's, let's use the word it is um, activated mm-hmm. by, it says, um, kindness, uh, charity, as far as in regard to like giving. Uh, rendering uh, friendship, uh, goodwill, esteem. Man, it's powerful. Hate is also an emotion. Mm-hmm. Love is action. Yeah. But I, 
let's look at it. Let's think about it. Hatred. I mean, not only not only is not only is the action, but it's primarily Mm -hmm. the emotion. Right. But love is hate is an emotion. Hate is an emotion. Hatred is an action. Yeah. Because you have to you have to um actually put you actually act you actually have to move in hate for it to be uh illustrated as hatred. Mm -hmm. Jesus. But love is is an action. You don't have to put much effort Mm -hmm. into loving somebody as you do to hate somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. And look, 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 if we look at this, we look at the text, he says it's a time of war and a time of peace. Look, look at the connectors. In order to have to have, in order to have war, it has to be a place for hate. Mm -hmm. And in order to have peace, it has to have, it has to involve love. Mm -hmm. So they all interconnected together as to say, look. If you want peace, then you must love. If you want to fight, you got anger, you got issues going on in your heart, then it's a war. Look, we have war within ourselves sometimes. And, you know, I, I dare to wow. say that, you know, this war and peace is talking that, you know, if you love something, you have to have that, that moment of war to fight for what you love. Mm-hmm. But the time of peace is is when you gotta say, "Hey, I can't do it. I'm gonna give it to God." Yeah. You gotta have yeah, that yeah, yeah. peace to just let Absolutely. God move. Absolutely. But when you have that war, you gotta fight with God, not against. Yeah, yeah. Because many times we fight against God to make things happen, but we had to fight side by side with, with God him. in that war for mm-hmm. things that we love of of our. Not just ourselves, but the people that's involved in us. But we got to get to that moment of time that we got to understand that, say, hey, some things that I love that I go against and I'm trying to fight for it, I cannot do it not just with God because we get up to that point that we try to go before God. We had to sometimes sit back on the back line, on the back side of the fence, and let God take the lead. Mm. That's why we hear that saying said Jesus take the wheel. We have to get into the understanding. We got to get out the driver's seat and try and take command and not just get in the passenger seat, but get in the back seat. Come on. Sometimes we had even had to get into the trunk of that automobile and let God take complete control. Because we even in the back seat, we sit there and still trying to tell the driver <laughs> how to move and operate. Absolutely. If you in the back seat or in the trunk, you can't, ain't got no saying. Uh-huh. He on fire, y'all. He on fire. That's so true. So very true. I agree 100%. You got it, Mo? Got oh, it, that's why so many vehicles, this spare tire is not in the back trunk. It's up under the bottom of the vehicle so you have more room for you getting your mess in. <laughs> I like it. Y'all got to laugh at that. But that's powerful. It, it's so very true. We, I mean, I... I promise you, I never really looked at it like that because logically, we tend to think about when we think about war, we think about uh, we think about war, we think about peace. We're thinking about outside of us, but what about us? Oh man, Jesus! Look, we are diamonds. 
Man, imagine uh, the diamond that has been lifted up from uh, beneath its comfort zone or, or its place of resonance. It's, it's blown in the air because of heat, fire, and flames. And in the midst of when it lands on that ground, it's got to get back in place, so to speak. You know what I mean? And it's fighting against the movement. It's fighting against the fire. It's fighting against a whole lot to find its place in a new space. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And look, that diamond got to learn to love where it is because wherever uh, it stops moving, amen, that is where the clarity slash understanding for us comes into place. That's where the beauty is really defined once it's moved from where it was to where it is going and to where it has been planted. Look, Jesus, my God. Mm. And you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and when that when that diamond and even speaking Ooh. about ourselves, sometimes we get put in places that does not feel comfortable. My, my, my. Come on. But see, God puts you in a place that it might not feel comfortable so that when he moves you to the place that he wants you in life, you would not take for granted the places that you've been. Jesus. Because when you take for granted the places that you've been, you overlook the person that had brought you from it. And when you overlook the person that had brought you from it, you put too much of yourself in the place and saying, look what I did. Look what I did. No, look what God has done. And when you when you put God above everything, it's a saying that he will move heaven and earth to get you where you're supposed to be. But the key is you have to be in that place. You have to be in that place of complete surrender. You have to be in that place of complete allowing him to move. Don't take for granted the things that you have been brought from. Because if you if you take for granted the things that you've been from. Been through. Been through. And you look at it as... Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. I could have done that. The next point that you get into, I I dare to say that God's going to make that situation a little bit more uncomfortable to put you in perspective and know, hey, I'm in control, not you. Come on. God will break you. Come on. Absolutely. Oh, look, that time is almost out. So this is what I'm thinking, honey. I don't know if you're thinking the same thing. Probably not. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that we need to do a part two because, you know, we talked about uh, within. But I believe that it's important that we also hit and talk about the the the, the time of love, uh, the time of hate, the time of t- war and peace um, in our surroundings and how it has everything who we are within has everything to do with those seasons in life around us as well. I agree. I think I think that's important that we talk about that because um, a lot of people can that it is kind of becomes okay. Um, how do I handle the war that's going on around me? How do I handle uh, loving appropriately and receiving it and giving it and 
You know, how how is it that I'm supposed to handle a situation where somebody, you know, has done something to my child or what have you? You know, different things like that. I think that's important. You know, so do we want to do that next yeah. week? Yeah. Right. Okay, so y'all looking forward. Look forward to a part two on the same topic, same scripture, uh, verse uh, eight in this Ecclesiastes 3. Michael, you have any more thoughts? We got about uh, about two minutes left. I would say, you know, definitely, definitely get into your word and and follow it, and let let the Holy Spirit, you know, lead you through His word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when we when we get into His word, I encourage each and every one of y'all to take out your word, open it, and follow it, because you know, every time that I've noticed that. You know, I can read a particular scripture and I'll get one thing out of it at one moment, but I can go back and read that scripture three or four years or months or weeks or hours later and I get a different perspective because the way God works works is he'll, he'll point certain things out there at you to get you through that that season in your life. But you might be going through something else and he'll direct you right back to that same word and you'll receive something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, my husband here, y'all, he's absolutely blown my mind. <laughs> I, 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 You know, you can see a lot about it. You can see you can live with a person. You can be married to them and God can show you different things every single day that are. You know, that you didn't know the day before, but your mind and heart needs to be open to be able to receive your spouse where they are as they are. And just be mindful and make sure that you're not trying to um, make them fit in your box. And um, I, I thank God for my husband here because he y'all y'all don't know where he started from. I do. Amen. To God be the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. God is definitely doing some things within. I'm talking about. Within him that have nothing to do with me. Jesus, come on, somebody. And look, that's what freedom will bring you. And that is what freedom, the word of God gives you. Freedom in him. Because you allow him access to parts that nobody else can touch. Nobody else can see. Amen. And as you begin to grow the way he would have you. Look, he will make everybody around you be like, wow, whoa, what is coming next? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So, um, this uh, puts a wrap up on this week's uh, episode. Amen. We praise God for each and every one of you who are listening, who is listening right at this moment. We want to encourage you. If, um, look, there's a sound. I hear something. What is that? Y'all hear that alarm? (laughs) We encourage you to listen to the other episodes. And um, come back with us next week. Amen. If this was your first time. To God be the glory. Y'all have a great and blessed day. And until the next time, we will talk to you soon. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Amen.